Emerald Podcast Series. Research that makes a difference. In setting the 17 Sustainable Development Goals, the United Nations issued a challenge to the world to fortify our institutions, protect the health of our planet, and promote a fair, more resilient society. The benefits of these actions are clear. However, goals as ambitious as these cannot be accomplished overnight. There remains great debate around how best to achieve them and who's responsible for their delivery. In today's episode, I'm joined by authors Enrico Gorini, Elisa Mori, and Alina Zufada to discuss their paper, Localizing the Sustainable Development Goals, a Managerial Perspective, which explores the role local governments can play in operationalizing the SDGs. Their work provides examples on how cities can enhance public value by incorporating the SDGs into the strategic planning and management processes. I began our conversation by asking Elena Zufada about the importance of this project. Thank you, Daniel, for having uh, invited us. It's a pleasure to have this conversation with you. So uh, we became interested to this uh, issue since um, the paradigm of uh, sustainability should be uh, revolutionary in public management and uh, public governance. Public administration uh, play uh, indeed uh, a central uh, role in achieving uh, uh, sustainable development goals. So it is very interesting to analyze which strategies and which action are adopted by different tiers of government and uh, particularly by municipalities. Furthermore, uh, managerial studies on this topic are still fragmented and for a long time uh, scholars paid attention mainly to environmental uh, sustainability, while the multidimensional perspective of uh, sustainability suggests uh, ensuring that uh, economic, uh, social and uh, environmental issues are equally considered. So uh, we wanted uh, to contribute to foster the implementation of this paradigm into local government's strategic planning. That's great. Well, why are local governments particularly situated to um, contribute to the Sustainable Development Goals? Yes, well, it's uh, because of the central role of uh, local governments in the implementation of SDGs. In a state uh, model with uh, a strong uh, administrative decentralization of function, as Italy, local governments are the front office of the government. Uh, they are the government level uh, closest to citizens. Indeed, uh, public value is mainly created by the municipalities uh, through public service delivery and uh, uh, the implementation of policies. So the municipalities have uh, institutional autonomy and are responsible for a large variety of functions uh, related to social economic development, uh, such as, uh, for example, urban planning, uh, local public transport, uh, road maintenance, water and waste management, uh, social services, and so on. 
the title of our paper is uh, Localizing SDGs. Localizing means uh, to put in place uh, strategies uh, defined at uh, central and regional level and uh, defined uh, the contribution of local government uh, strategies to global concern on sustainable development. According to the United Nations Sustainable Development Agenda, cities are key players in achieving sustainability. Think about this, for example. More than 65% of the sustainable development objectives directly concern and involve local communities. About uh, over half of uh, the global population live in a city and are responsible for uh, as much uh, as two-thirds of global energy consumption and uh, 70% of global carbon emissions. Indeed, uh, cities uh, provide vast economic opportunities for people and businesses. Uh, so uh, the role of local government uh, uh, for implement uh, sustainable strategies is very important. Well, Elisa, why is Italy such a good example of um, the implementation of SDGs? Thank you for your question, Daniel. Well, first of all, we have to say that similarly to many European countries, Italy is a unitary state and is based on a multi-level governance system and uh, has a high level of uh, decentralization. As we said before, cities are autonomous entities and are in charge of a large variety of functions related to the socio-economic development and they are also providing several public services to local communities. Second, we have to say that since the publication of the 2030 Agenda, Italy has started in 2016 developing its own national sustainable development strategy and uh, as part of the activities related to the implementation of these strategies, regional governments are involved and are accountable for the development of their own regional strategies and uh, they are required to involve municipalities and uh, other local actors too. Third, and probably even more interesting, is the fact that uh, before this, our Central Institute of Statistics developed a multidimensional approach to measure indicators of the so-called equitable and sustainable well-being at national level. This project was launched in 2010, and in 2012, another similar project followed at local level. So, as you can understand, this testifies that uh, there's an ongoing and increasing awareness toward the issue of sustainability. And finally, I have to say that since 2016, the reform of the Italian budget legislation required the integration of sustainable development indicators into the government budgetary process. So, you can understand that for all these reasons, we believe that Italy is an interesting case of study. Well, what methodologies did you use in your research? We used a, an exploratory approach in order to understand if 
and how sustainability is integrated into city strategic plans. We identified uh, some early adopters of Italian cities. The following the procedure that I'm going to summarize you. First of all, we analyzed the most recent strategic plans. We refer to the planning cycle 2020-2022 of all the 110 Italian capital cities of provinces. For each of these plans, we carried out a textual uh, search using some keywords, for example, sustainable development, sustainable development goals, equitable and sustainable well-being. And we identified 19 cities that potentially used the sustainable uh, development concept in their plan in this way. The next phase was aimed at understand the to what extent these 19 cities integrated the sustainability paradigm. And to do this, we developed a conceptual framework integrating the SDG perspective at all stages of the traditional uh, planning and control cycle. And we identified some uh, assessment criteria. This uh, assessment criteria was aimed uh, at observing the integration of the sustainability concept, for example, in the political vision, in the gap analysis and in the context analysis, in the integration of strategic objectives uh, and targets, and finally, in the definition of the of performance indicators. In the end, we investigated the eventual uh, integration of the sustainability paradigm over time and uh, at uh, the level of the operational planning. I would like to add uh, one thing. Because I think that is important to specify that this study is focused on the dimension of the formal strategy that is explicitly accounted by documents and it is not focused on the formulation process. Enrico, how did your background in management inform your research? Oh, thank you, Daniel. We all three, the authors, are from uh, management research uh, background. And so we are aware that the implementation of SDGs from the global to the local levels needs private and public sector organizations uh, either committed in the adoption of concrete actions in this perspective. So for governments, have you seen this means moving from the central to the regional and local government levels? But the questions are, what happens within individual organizations. So we can ask how local governments include specific goals and priorities in their strategy and how is this implemented? So how they measure the achievement of goals and how they make managers accountable on that. This is the typical subject of investigation of management studies. So to improve the SDG implementation process at the local level, we just use the well-known framework of planning and control process, developing the extent management control literature, in order to develop an integrative framework for the inclusion of SDGs within local government strategic planning and management process. The framework, as we heard before, comprises five components. The first is uh, the political vision. So SDGs must be recognized on the political agenda of the leading coalition, either national and local level. This seems to be a preliminary condition that influences the implementation process and its effectiveness as well. City managers in this perspective can play a critical role by developing and guiding the strategic planning process, even if their power must be shared with political leaders as well. The second component is the identification of SDGs, goals, and targets, which 
uh, are important at the, for the, the city uh, coalition and the city managers, since SDGs do not entail mandatory requirements for certain levels targets. And this means that local governments can align one or more SDGs to their local issues and choose relevant context-specific targets as well to demonstrate uh, their commitment contribution to global goals. In the paper, we have suggested possible patterns of actions for this process. The third component is the gap analysis. So once relevant SDGs and targets have been identified by city leaders and mapped to existing policies, the local government should conduct an analysis of the environment aimed at identifying local needs and current city performance. Of course, this should take, the start should be supplemented by an internal assessment of strengths and weaknesses as well in order to identify gaps and opportunity for improvement. After that, the, the fourth component of the model is to set in this, the local SDG agenda. In practice, at this stage involves management processes aimed at defining strategies and plans in order to bridge the gap between the current and desired performance in the local context. As a result, you can understand that current city strategies may be adapted or revised in order to achieve improved outcomes. So local strategies should also be set by engaging cities and other local stakeholders through a process of selection, adaptation, and also prioritization of SDGs and targets. The last part of the model is uh, performance measure and control. So that achieving SDGs at these strategic levels, of course, require effective measurement control system within the organization. And here, performance information is critical in order to track progress of SDG targets and also to take corrective actions. It is also important to link sustainability targets with performance evaluation systems. So in the end, uh, what we did is by explaining the relationship among these five components, we just aim it to provide an introductory foundational framework on which to build future knowledge on SDG implementation at the local level. That's really interesting. Um, was there anything in the course of your research that surprised you? Oh, sure. Of course. First, we expected a high number of cities engaged in the integration of SDG in strategic planning. We found that only 19 out of 110 cities explicitly incorporated this concept, of course, to varying degrees. And uh, we found that SDGs are currently used to broadly describe how the cities contributed to global sustainable development concerns. But none of these cities integrate SDGs at all stages of the planning and control cycles, which means across the five components we have talked before, completing also setting the local SDG agenda and performance measure indicators as well. For example, none of the cities disclose specific SDGs related targets or set specific operational objectives for managers of organizational units. We Checked for an explanation for that, and one of these could be that local government missions and institutional responsibilities might overlap in some way with the SDGs so that city managers are more inclined to follow the existing objects and routines. Or rather, maybe that SDGs act as just as a cover-up label for that. However, uh, we found a positive signal in that some cities have been engaged in such process across three planning cycles so that the temporal continuity is good and we can expect some improvement on that in the next future. Your paper identifies uh, possible patterns of actions that public managers will find useful. Elisa, can you highlight a few of those for our listeners? 
Yes, sure. First of all, we have to say that the integration of the SDGs in the city strategic planning implies that the political agenda should be aligned with the sustainable development priorities. And this means that local governments can align SDGs with the local issue by using uh, two different managerial approaches. The first one is that city leaders can use SDGs as a management framework for a, a strategic planning and provide a sort of a goal planning structure for driving goal formulation from the beginning of the planning process. I mean, they can mirror the structure of the 2030 agenda and derive local goals from this agenda. Alternatively, SDGs may be used as a reference framework during the planning process to map how the existing city goals and strategies align with the global or maybe national uh, sustainability goals. Of course, the easiest way to start over is the second one. While the first one could uh, for sure better improve accountability because uh, citizens and other stakeholders can be engaged and involved in uh, translating the SDGs into local priorities and is also a sign of a stronger political commitment to sustainability and to the sustainability concept. Second, as we said before, with regard to patterns of actions in relation to the framework and the cases that we analyzed, the easiest way to start over is the second one. While on the contrary, the first one could be uh, useful to uh, better improve accountability because citizens and other stakeholders can be uh, engaged and involved in translating the SDGs uh, into local priorities. And uh, it is also a sign of stronger political commitment to sustainability and to the sustainability concept. Finally, uh, as we said before, uh, I would like to say that with regard to patterns of actions in relation to the framework and the cases uh, that we analyzed, it is important that cities start to commit themselves in the integration of the SDG paradigm at all the stages of the planning cycle and to translate strategic objectives into performance indicators also at the operational level. These two actions... Uh, for sure, uh, will facilitate continuity of the process over time. Well, but looking at the numbers, it sounds like few cities have started to embed these sustainable development concerns into their strategic plans. Elena, maybe you could answer this. What would be your message to these cities that are not yet engaged? Well, uh, I, I simply would tell them, uh, hurry up, because um, citizens uh, companies, associations, and uh, non-profit organizations are more and more sensitive to this uh, issue. And uh, sustainability awareness uh, has grown uh, in society over the last uh, years. Therefore, politicians uh, uh, should uh, pay more attention to strategic plans uh, embedding uh, sustainability goals. And uh, sustainability should be perceived as a priority in the political agenda of the city, also in terms of uh, accountability reporting. In this way, politicians uh, would be able 
to reach a higher consensus level. Secondly, municipalities that uh, have been more sensitive to sustainability issues and have uh, tried to answer with uh, appropriate uh, strategies and uh, policies uh, have uh, also acquired uh, design skills and capabilities uh, that are helpful to collect uh, European funds, uh, for example, as uh, the recovery fund. Uh, So this is another big opportunity for local government. Well, Enrico, I'd like to come back to you. For cities which are incorporating the SDGs into their strategic plans, what factors enable success and um, what setbacks do they seem to encounter? Well, Daniel, it's quite difficult for us to answer this question because we analyze in our paper only the strategic plan of cities. So, I mean, the documents and also the limited number of relevant cases we discovered did not allow us to identify the enabling or the interdicting factors. So at least in the first approximation, it seems that political support is one of the enabling factors. For example, we observed the case of a city in which the integration of sustainable development goals in the strategy plan was suspended after four years. We did not investigate why this happened, but surprisingly, this was in conjunction with a mayoral change and a coalition turnover. We also controlled for this issue in the other cases, and we found that those cases with continuity of the SDG integration in strategic plans over time were characterized by the same mayor and coalition. Thus, we might point out that political vision and will might be a necessary condition, although not sufficient, for the continuity of sustainable management. But this is an issue, of course, that is worth exploring in future research and studies. Hmm. Well, now that you've published this paper in the journal Public Budgeting, Accounting, and Financial Management, what comes next? Oh, yes, we have a lot of work to do (laughs) and two main goals. First, in the short term, first, we would like to explore further the sense-making of sustainability and sustainable development strategy within the organizational context. Uh, Strategic sense-making is the process in which political leaders, public managers deal with strategic issues to construct sharing understanding of these issues at stake and the actions also taken by the organization in response. So this process involves both cognitive and discursive aspects and dynamics, as well as structured management systems and tools such as performance measure, KPIs, incentives and reward systems, also reporting. So thus we want to deeply investigate these issues by making interviews with key actors and also by comparing different case studies. So we will continue more qualitative studies, but investigating further cases uh, and insight within each context. Second, we are running a systematic literature review on the topic of sustainability in public management research in order to identify the specific threats of the sustainable manager paradigm. Well, despite the relevance of the topic, research on this subject remains a sort of constellation of case studies and empirical wars which provide insight, but at the moment we think it lacks a cohesive and integrative framework. But we think that now it's the right time to do it. Before we head out, I'd I'd like to ask if you have anything you'd like to add to our conversation. Yes, thank you. I would say 
uh, that uh, sustainability strategies are very important for the future of a country and for the future of uh, the next uh, generations. Therefore, it's uh, necessary to engage uh, the management in this direction, to implement uh, managerial tools and uh, to develop uh, managerial studies towards that goal. Sustainability is a very important paradigm for improving uh, the quality of life uh, and uh, the well-being of communities and uh, for the challenges uh, faced by public management. As uh, Stephen Cohen uh, wrote, it's a time to switch from general management to sustainability management. Yeah, I would like to add that governance mechanisms across government tiers are important too. They may play an important role in localizing SDGs because the higher levels of government may, for example, create policies and financial incentives for local governments to better embed uh, sustainability into their management practices. Yes, staying on this uh, perspective, thank you. Uh, I think that in the current context, it is fundamental to nurture theoretical frameworks and practices for helping public managers to embed the concept of sustainability into decision-making and organizational routines and practices. I think that the education and training of future leaders is an important component of this process and will act as a driver for behavioral change in the next future. If we succeed in this goal, it will be normal in the future to have the values and principles of sustainability embedded in the culture of public leaders and within the management capabilities of public sector organizations. I think uh, it will be possible for the sustainable development concept to survive in the next future beyond political coalitions. When I was reading the article, I was wondering how local government officials may not even be aware of the SDGs. Do you think that um, the central government has a role to play in disseminating information to the local governments? Sure. I think this is uh, an important issue because national strategies uh, will act as a driver for, for implementing SDGs at the local level and especially uh, in uh, playing as a facilitating uh, the projects at uh, the local level, funding uh, also specific projects. And this is uh, uh, an opportunity also for Italy because we are seeing that uh, a lot of funds are moving down from the central to the regional and local level in order to uh, uh, act with specific projects on SDG implementation. So we are, um, we are we expect in the next future to have more cities engaged in this, uh, in this process. And I think the central government uh, acting as a driver will facilitate also the development of uh, this kind of awareness at local level and within the organization as well. Well, I know it wasn't specific to your research, but looking beyond Italy, have any other countries or local governments around the world caught your attention? In the paper, of course, we have focused on Italy, but uh, we, we are interested also to explore other countries in which uh, this kind of uh, uh, awareness is more developed in order to, to find what are the drivers. I think uh, personally that culture and uh, political awareness is one of the drivers and also the pressure from citizens and stakeholders as well. I think now time is uh, common in all countries, especially if we look at the pressure from citizens and stakeholders, 
to have a common ground for developing this kind of awareness on the side of our politicians. So we expect also that in those countries in which uh, this awareness is not well developed at the moment and we need more incentives and pressure from the central government, uh, the pressure from the bottom level and stakeholder. And so, so we are seeing also more, more movements uh, on the bottom and ground level pushing politicians to take actions. And so in this sense, uh, we will expect uh, growing uh, uh, results and performance in the next future. So thank you very much. I, th- I thought that was a really great conversation. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's episode. You can find more information about our guests, a link to the article, as well as the transcript to the podcast on the homepage. I'd like to thank Melissa Close for help with today's episode and Alex Unius of This is Distorted.